We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a car problem or... If you just uh, hate your car, <laughs> sitting here next to me is my daughter, Andy, and uh, Alan is somewhere to be found. Yeah, he'll be with us shortly. Okay. All right. Well, I hope so, because this well, is a Christmas yeah. show, and people rarely call in on, on holidays, so the three of us are going to talk for like two hours. Never. Oh, Oh, here he is. You know, oh, wait. he went to get a cup of coffee or something. That means then he's going to have to go to the bathroom twice oh, during the show. Man, I tell you what, I'm. I, I, I'm we done with his morning routine by the time the show's over. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Let me tell you about automotive dynamics. Chuck Nidey started automotive dynamics, but I've known Chuck since nineteen sixty eight. His Sun City r- repair shop called Auto Dynamics. He owned and operated since 1982. Automotive Dynamics has great staff and te- technicians that are not paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill. So Derek, that's Chuck's son who's running it now, he guarantees you that you're not going to be sold unnecessary parts or repairs. So if you're looking for a great shop in Sun City, I'd like to recommend Automotive Dynamics, north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. This week... We see these kinds of things all the time, um, and we're 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 proud that people trust us to look at something. Mm-hmm. How many times a week do we look at something and we just gently disagree with the estimate or whatever? Um, I would say at least a, f- a few times, at least okay. a week. And and I talk to the other guys that are within our group, mm-hmm. and they say the same thing. They say the same thing. And that's a good thing for the customer to get a second opinion. Yes. That's a good thing. If if I'm if I'm cr- wrong, you want to grab that? I'm not I don't have you live yet. So, well, good morning to you. How are you today? Good. I was just a uh, We know we're low drying my locks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. It was it was a car that came in. Correct me. You two guys correct me if I'm wrong. And they had bid upper control arm bushings, tie rod ends, and a bunch of stuff. And I think, I don't remember what the price was, but it was eighteen or $2,000. Well, the guy buys hay from, I buy hay from him. Mm-hmm. So he called me, and I went to high school with him. And he said, you know, would you like to look at it? And I said, yeah, I'm happy to look at it. Mm-hmm. So we ended up agreeing on the tie rod ends. Mm-hmm. But the only reason we replaced one um, upper control arm is to bring the alignment in three degrees. Mm-hmm. Folks, there's a window on most alignment machines that is green. And when the when the arrow gets outside the green, then the arrow turns red. 
we don't need the arrow to tell us what's going on, but the problem with this car is is it had a slight drift to the right. Left. Left, okay. Mm -hmm. We needed a little bit of room to set the uh, camber on a little bit more positive on the right. Mm -hmm. That'll offset the the pull to the left. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have that adjustment. Mm -hmm. So we just put one control arm on to give us that adjustment Mm -hmm. and then fix this slight drift to the left by making it pull a little bit to the right and Mm -hmm. offset well within the two green boxes that we had to deal with. Yeah. So, no, those are kinds of... and, And the customers have an opportunity. They should do it virtually every time when the bill is bigger than... Um, I would say $1,000, but... How about you, Ellen? Yeah, same thing. Okay. Uh, by the way, I should introduce you. You're my daughter. Mm-hmm. You run the show. And um, what what does it say on your business card? Because that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> Full-time babysitter of the men of Salem Boys Auto. Yeah. And then what do you do? Listen to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Do what she tells me, basically. Take, take my direction. Yeah. Does she ever use bad words? Oh. No. No? Uh-uh. Yeah? Yeah. He says no, and then he's shaking his head yes. So, Andy, how many years have you been in the family business? Way too long. Yeah. I'm going to ask you next, Alan, so you need to have an answer. Andy? Oh, my. I'm trying to think. Let me 15 ask you th- years, maybe. Okay. Let me ask you this. Or more. <laughs> when was the first time you, we gave you a dustpan and a broom and oh. had you pick up cigarette butts? <laughs> probably. Late 80s is the answer. Yeah. I mean, I would say probably five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Alan? Yeah. Early 80s. <laughs> okay. Now, I was telling mom the other day, we don't have any more cigarette butts in the parking lot. Mm-mm. So your kids are denied the pleasure of no, walking around. No, they still around. pick up trash. Oh, they do? <laughs> Joe picked up trash and wiped down stuff yesterday, and she's three years old. <laughs> I had her out well, there working. Well, that's because we told her to. Yeah, out there working at the car wash. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yep. So we start him young, but it's not. You, you all can go wherever you want. It's not like you have to stick with yep. the family business. But that path. Of, so we were talking about customers taking yeah. cars. It's a good idea to take cars. Now, the one I remember that was the real extreme one was the lady that brought the car in, and and they had said, you got an oil leak here, you got this, and you got that, and this thing's bad, and this thing's bad. And and at the time, I don't think Eddie, I think he was the tech that looked at it, he didn't really have a copy of everything it needed. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of reading, and we had it up on the hoist. And, he, and, and virtually one of the seven or eight or nine things that they had bid, one of them we agreed with. And one of the things I remember was is that there was an oil pan leak. But when we looked at it, most people don't really know that there's like three different levels. Mm -hmm. There's seeping and weeping, and there's a drip every week or month, and then you got a full-blown river. Gusher. Gusher. And so this one was like weeping and seeping. But it, it had 100,000 miles plus on it, yeah. and we expect that. Yeah. Then the next question, I, I was impressed, Eddie, he says, do you see anything on your floor? Mm-hmm. And she says, no, it's clean. So one and one equals two. Well, and I think, too, a lot of it has to, you need to get to know your customer in those kind of situations. Some of that stuff may be warranted for repair, but if they're driving 3,000 miles a year on this car, and you're having a drip every month, I mean, are you going to go spend a thousand dollars to to fix this oil leak? To me, that seems kind of silly. Just throw a piece of cardboard underneath the car or do something like that. So I think a lot of it depends on 
you know, is it a young driver that's never going to check their oil and they have a medium sized oil leak or is it, you know, somebody that doesn't put miles on their car or drives it all the time or, you know, what that looks like. So I think that all plays into it too. It, it, it does, but in order to do that, we have to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the key there. Mm-hmm. And you're talking to somebody and you ask them questions. Mm-hmm. What do I do if I don't? And what's the ramifications? And I don't see anything on the ground and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I, I, I think the problem with, we have three different auto repair shops. We have chains, independents, and dealers. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times in all three of those, of, of those businesses, we have service riders that can't answer those questions. Mm-hmm. They just can't answer them. It, and they don't even know what questions to ask. They're being told by the technician, and then they just puppet mm-hmm. whatever the technician says to the, to the customer. So the customer can ask those questions, and if they don't get an answer, it's appropriate to say, could you go talk to the technician? Or would it be okay if we both stepped into the shop and talked to the technician? I have some questions. Yeah, and I think um, a, a thing that customers should do, if they're going to get a second opinion, don't just, if you get a list from a shop, don't just call five other shops and say, hey, um, you know, what's a power steering rack, a power steering pump, what's a transmission flush, what does all this cost? Because you're really wasting a bunch of time until somebody actually looks at it and agrees or disagrees with that list. So we get a lot of people that get a list, call around wanting prices, and you're getting prices on stuff that may or may not even need to be done. I remember, though, listening to you not too long ago where somebody was calling and asking for you know lower ball joints and upper mounts on the struts and all that kind of stuff and one of the things you said was what are the symptoms Mm -hmm. they're going to fix and there was no answer and then i think they ask you what symptoms should i look for and you said well it pulls right it pulls left it has a knocking noise when you hit a bump um, it has a knocking voice when you stop abruptly and when you take off rapidly Mm -hmm. you were going through all the symptoms and evidently, they didn't have any of mm-hmm. them. So I hate to to bid stuff over the phone because they can't give me the answers I need. Does it have hydro boost? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does it have spring-loaded shocks? I don't know. Is the spring, can we take the spring off the shocks? I don't know, the mm-hmm. strut. There's a lot of questions that are difficult to answer because they can't. And then by the time you start bidding parts, you're in, into it for half an hour. Yeah. And then, of course, Jeff gets mad in parts because he doesn't have a repair order to write it down. And we just tell him, hey, just go back to your cage. All right, we've, <laughs> we, we've got a caller. <laughs> what, you know, with radio, you have to kind of do that. They can't see you act stupid. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do anything? Okay, we got a caller. Who have you got? Okay, it's Mark. Oh, it's Mark. What a great name that is. Mark, how are you? What can we do for you? Good morning. Good morning. I have a 2000 Suburban that... Uh, a few months ago, the ABS and brake light started to come on intermittently, and now after driving the Suburban for about 10 or 15 minutes, they come on and stay on until the next time I shut the car off. And I did some checking, some research, and uh, I'm getting different information off the Internet about getting a rebuilt ABS unit or a brand-new GM that's 800 and some dollars, and I'd like some uh, advice on how to get it repaired. Well, first of all, you're, you're going to YouTube University and having a whole bunch of people tell you how to fix your car and how to spend money is a really bad idea. More than 72, th- three quarters of people that come in here 
has spent money that they didn't need. The other day, a, a guy, a young man came in, and he had gone to the three-whiskered kid at the auto parts store and told him to put four oxygen sensors on it. Well, those are $200 a piece. The guy gets into it. He's an 800-plus tax. We plug in an, a vacuum line, and the code goes away. Mm-hmm. It's running lean because it has a vacuum leak. And you should have known that vacuum leak was there because it affected your climate controls. But it's been nice weather, so therefore you're not in air conditioning or heating. So you plug in. I felt bad. I just We just no charge the ticket. He had already spent $800 on But, Mark, the issue is, is, is the brake light red or yellow, and is the ABS red or yellow? The brake light is red, and the ABS is yellow. Okay. we well, got to fix the red one first. And so that could be a master cylinder. And you jump to an ABS module. Which is probably the most expensive, I would say, or right? Yeah. I mean, well, without, well, he yeah. said it was $812 at the dealership. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of other fixes it could be that would be more inexpensive as well. Here's the question, Alan. You run the shop. When was the last time we put an ABS module on a car? I can remember. How, well, let me ask you this. How many, how many times a year do we put an ABS module on a car? A lot. Okay. A lot. Honestly, and especially in this kind of vehicle, I believe these are the ones that we rebuild. Um, these are the ones like the Astro Vans. What's, yeah. What's the yeah. symptoms? Brake light, ABS light. Okay, There's both. not, there's not yeah, yet. No, always together. Always together and usually always after uh, uh, a period of driving. Okay. And they're not, but, there's not usually other symptoms besides no, that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, yes, yeah, so there is a way that I believe if I'm thinking of the one correctly, mm-hmm. we can actually rebuild them. Okay. So he doesn't have any other symptoms. Right. And and so the ABS module will fix both ABS and brakes. Yes. When one comes on, the other one automatically comes. Okay. On. What are the codes under under those circumstances? I, I, off the top of my head, I don't know. Okay, didn't could, on our Astro van, didn't weren't we able to um, just? That's what I'm saying. We yeah. resoldered and yeah. kind of re. Yeah, they come apart internally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the idea, the big picture is, is I was looking for a code on an ABS sensor. So if we lose one wheel sensor, right, we have to fix that first. Mm-hmm. Right. We right. have to go in and verify that. There's no codes, evidently no codes on this one. So the question is, is there's some mechanical issue that's causing this problem? There's well, if the lights are on, there's a code. I, we just don't know what the codes are. Okay. Are we, yeah. Do we have one code or two? There are no codes at okay. all. It just resets when I shut the Suburban off, and then it stays off for 10 or 15 minutes, and then both lights come on simultaneously. Okay. Ha- have you had anybody pull codes while the lights are on and hasn't be- and hasn't been reset? Uh, no, I have not. Okay. That's a good question. That's, There's going to be history codes, too. Yeah. 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 And, and and they typically have code readers that they use, but we have much more sophisticated yeah. equipment where we can go into history. But it's a 2000, so it's 18 years old, and right. it may or may not have history. But we've had grandma's car had that. The Astro van had yep. that. Um, I know of a customers recently that had that, and all three fixes were exactly the same. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I didn't I didn't pick up on that. I was, I was thinking, based on that, I was worried about the red brake light. I wanted to fix it first, and I was going to go to the yellow one because red means danger and yellow means caution however this yeah. is not a him him finding this is is a kind of a needle in a haystack type deal because yeah. 99% of the ones that we see are incorrect okay. uh, he just happened to I, I, from based on our conversation and what we hear this one may be correct but uh, that doesn't usually happen okay the repair any idea between the two of you no okay here's the deal I'm going to take a break mm-hmm. you go look at my desk and see what grandma's was 
Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. And we'll just see what happens because okay. her suburban's like that. Mark, we're going to give you the information, but we're going to take a break right now. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll be back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. If you could do something to protect your family with just 10 minutes effort, would you bother? If something should ever happen to you, that 10-minute effort could mean the difference between hardship and financial security for your loved ones. Life insurance is something most people don't like to think about. Too many people do nothing until it's too late. The reason? People expect it'll be a big hassle. Ethos changes all that. Ethos is modern life insurance for people who don't have the time for fine print, extra doctor's appointments, or hidden fees. Ethos is affordable. It only takes about 10 minutes to apply online. And you'll be taking the first step in ensuring your family has the help they need to maintain the life you're building for them, even if the unexpected happens. Ethos brings you choices that don't require an in-person meeting with an agent. And in most cases, there's no need for a doctor's appointment. Ethos, life insurance for the 21st century. Apply online in just 10 minutes. Get a free quote now at getethos.com. That's getethos.com. Getethos.com. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. We are back, everybody. <clears throat> 22 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. We've had a chance to discuss this over the break, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about what the discussion was. First of all, Alan says that we do this all the time. You have a different opinion. Yeah, I mean, I would say we've, in the last year, we've maybe done it you know, five to eight times in the last year. I mean, we're not doing it 10 times a month, but (laughs) (laughs) um, it's a common issue that we know of. All right. 
you said, and you see every work order. Mm-hmm. Okay, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He he sees some of them that that come in, but he doesn't see every one of mm-hmm. them. So the ones you see, just give me some parameters on money. We got obviously we got a diagnosis, mm-hmm. and then we've got a repair of a circuit board. Yeah. Now, when we repair the circuit board, what do you tell our customer? I would just tell them, hey, we've run into this issue before. Um, we can replace it, and it's you know X amount of money, which it's always quite a bit of money or um, we've been successful and we've tried to resolder it and we've had good luck with that so this is another option a cheaper option um, but it's not necessarily guaranteed but like I said we've had really good luck all the ones that we've done we haven't had any issue further issues with them okay and like what kind of dollars parameter for diagnostic then checking to see that circuits broken mm-hmm. then soldering it up and going driving I would say three to five hundred dollars okay somewhere okay. in there yeah i mean you still have to pull that you know module out right. and then do the resolder so it's still your the r&r is still kind of the same but it's the price of the part and we have to use a technician that has good eyesight mm-hmm. and his arms don't shake so he can solder that yeah. joint in yeah the, and we have a lot of those yeah so i'm sure other places have the same skill level yeah so it's not something that now there's probably sometimes the do you remember a time where we soldered and it didn't work? I, I don't. Okay. But. Okay. Fair enough. That's what goes on. That's what goes on. So I, I'm not aware. Uh, I know that we've been doing circuit boards, but I wasn't aware whether it was a brake or whether it was an ABS. Mm-hmm. But in fact, it could be both because of the circuit board of the... Now, the ABS module, I think that's what he's talking about, which is like $812. Yeah, and there's definitely codes... Um, from what I remember, most of the time the people do have codes, but you you don't really have symptoms besides just those lights coming on. Okay. So. And and the codes, like you said, it's really good to pull the codes when the light is on. Mm-hmm. So if you shut it off and you wait in the parking lot of your shop and then you start it up and you drive it just a short period around the block or something and the light comes back on, then that's the time to really pull the codes. Yeah. And because this is 18 years old, some of the newer model cars, we have history. Mm-hmm. So we can go back in history and see what kind of codes were there. Mm-hmm. And we have the ability with our scanners to clear those that historical data. Mm-hmm. I'll get it out. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I, I teach a lot of self-defense for car expense for ladies. And I tell the ladies not to tell the shop what the husband tells him to do. It's always better to talk about symptoms. Mm -hmm. And the problem, just like Mark has, is you go onto YouTube, you go onto the Internet, and everybody has an idea on what it's going to do to take your car. It's just like WebMDing your (laughs) cough and cold symptoms or whatever. I mean, you can have some sort of headache and Google it or whatever your ailment is. And then the next thing you know, you have some... You have some serious medical condition, so it's probably not best to live or die by that kind of stuff. Well, and, and and that's a good example. That's a really good example. I got in trouble not too long ago by talking about, and I'll do it again, I don't care, talking about you don't know who the person is that's guiding you. You yeah. don't know if he's a candlestick maker or a baker or if he's a if he's a head doctor or if he works at Honeywell, if he's an engineer or if he's a guy who's been unemployed for a year. He's on the Internet telling everybody mm-hmm. how to fix their car. I don't understand why you wouldn't take your car into the... I mean, if you want to guess, take your car in and let the shop do some diagnosis 
or let the shop guess. Mm-hmm. Who would be better to guess than that? Mm-hmm. Now, you're not going to take your car in and spend a whole bunch of the shop's time uh, having this long discussion. It's kind of quick and fast. Mm-hmm. So if you want to guess, I-, I tell the story that I had a lawnmower that would intermittently start and not start, and I had spark and fuel, and it just drove me crazy. So I thought, I'm going to go on YouTube. You wouldn't believe all this stuff people replaced. But I'm thinking to myself, I still have spark and fuel. I still have spark and fuel. So one day I was pulling on it, just like I usually do. It was a it was a Poland, Poland blower. <laughs> and I'm pulling and the carburetor's moving. I can see the air filter in the carburetor moving. So I kind of wiggle it and, and I pull and pull, pull. So I take the air filter off and I can't see. Then I take the housing off. The whole cylinder had come loose from the block. There was two big nuts that held the cylinder on. And the reason is I was sucking more air than I was fuel because of where this leak was at. Mm-hmm. So I tightened up those two nuts, and that thing has started. As a matter of fact, it, you, one of you two have it. D- well, didn't I give well, you? Well, he has fake grass. <laughs> he has fake grass. So okay. Oh, wait. I, don't do I, I don't think you can. You're still on. Yeah, he's on. No, I'm four. I'm oh, four. are you four? Okay, go ahead now. Turn off two. Okay, turn off two. Turn on three. Three, three. and four. Then one, two, two. <laughs> one, two, three. I still four. can't hear him in my headset. Go ahead, but Alan. As long as he can be heard. Oh, well, that now I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there we go. See, wow, folks. Just so you know, we're in a studio <laughs> with a lot of chairs, and I'm one, and to my left is two, across from me is three, and Alan's on my right is four. Turn off two. Turn off two. So well, I did turn off two. I oh, plotted okay, two okay. down. Oh, okay, okay. You're lucky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we at? <laughs> well, well, my my blower. It's oh, no, it, none of us have your lawnmower. <laughs> uh, uh, no, <laughs> no. What it, does she have? The yellow blower. I just gave you guys. Oh, blowers. blowers. You blowers. said lawnmowers. Maybe I did. Okay, it's a blower. Didn't, what yes, color? I, yeah, I, I have a mo- I have a blower. Yeah, 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 yeah. We just got new blowers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you had a yellow one, and and you had a still. I think whoever had the yellow one, that's the one I fixed. Nevertheless, nobody in the world had written down that they tightened up the two bolts for the stupid cylinder. So anyway, did yeah, you we go got... on the forum and write your fix? No, no, I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to tell anybody. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty, and we're going to continue this stupid conversation in a minute. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. 
We all dream of our perfect retirement, but don't always have the plan for how to get there. With so many voices in retirement planning, it's hard to dig through the noise and find the truth. Some make outrageous claims. Others seem okay, but how would it work for you? Tune in to My Smart Retirement with certified financial planner Nancy Fleming. Saturdays at 12 p.m. for sound answers and practical ideas for your retirement concerns. That's My Smart Retirement with Nancy Fleming, Saturdays at 12 p.m. right here on 960 The Patriot. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore, and it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Uses directed. This is Michael Medved of michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Saturday Night Live offered a pre-Christmas spoof called It's a Wonderful Trump in which their presidential impersonator gets a glimpse of how life would be different if he had lost the election. The skit proved only intermittently entertaining, but it suggests a response to those who blame Trump alone for our angry antagonisms. Imagine that Hillary won the election. Would America be a model of harmony and civility? Would still disagree bitterly on immigration taxes, trade, race relations, and foreign policy. In fact, President Hillary might have gotten her very own special prosecutor, just as Reagan, her husband, and Trump did. With congressional Republicans pushing hard to probe Uranium One, emails, and the Clinton Foundation, Robert Mueller might have been tapped to lead a very different investigation. Sure, President Trump could do more to bring the country together, but you can't explain our present polarization as the work of a single individual. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. They just told us right away that we're going to house you, we're going to feed you, and every single one of his medical bills is just all taken care of. They've saved my family from financial ruin. It allowed me and my wife both to focus on the most important thing, which was the health and well-being of our son. We have phenomenal research, outstanding clinical care, and the generosity of public, which allow us to treat patients regardless of what it takes. And that's what makes St. Jude so magical. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, families never receive a bill for treatment, travel, housing, or food, because the only thing a family should worry about is helping their child live. Doctors send us the toughest cases to be treated at St. Jude, and our patients come from all over the world. When we come here, they told me, don't worry, everything's been taken care of. We could never repay St. Jude for what they've given us. Because of you. Gracias a ti. Because, because of, of you. you. There is St. Jude. Oh, God. If people could only be in, in this office, um, do you feel okay? Are yeah, you what? okay? What? Yeah. <laughs> you just look like you were going on a fair ride <laughs> and dropped about 10 stories. Yeah. The chair, I just it bumped the thing on the bottom. I thought I was coming loose. I was going on the thought flow. you were going to be in the bot department. <laughs> so we're sitting in chairs that uh, that have uh, a leverage. How did on I them. get the horrible <laughs> chair? By the way, the biggest guy gets the tiniest chair. This thing is tiny. Sitting on a pin needle. Yeah. On the head. So I don't know if you hit the lever or if you overcame the chair. <laughs> I've done both. <laughs> 
<laughs> I ruined Adam's stool out there. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know. I, I don't know. I used the it. Roll and, around. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he says, every time I sit on it, it just collapses. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're doing to it. But. Have you used it lately? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Didn't you use it the other day? Uh-uh. Like that no, State was, Farm commercial? Yeah. Weren't you just in the bathroom? No, I don't even know. We shouldn't investigate. <laughs> you watch too much, too much TV. Okay, electronic brake control module. That's what we're talking about. Grandma's car was $550, $600. We soldered her car. Her, her Suburbans is, is an 01. And then we also did it on our mid-90s Astro van. Mm-hmm. And both of those were successful. Yes. So we have at least a couple that we have to, you know, and I think Alan said he looked at both of them. They were five to $600 at a regular price. Obviously, our internal paperwork on the Astro van that we own was quite different. Okay, 602-508-0960. Luke, you stay right there because in about 60 seconds, I'm coming to you. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Since 1970, Thompson's has been in business. It's the Thompson and Vivian family that started in car repair in Mesa, and they've been there a long time. Brian and Thelma, who run Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, are the salt of the earth. When you meet them, you'll understand why Mark Salem likes them. So if you live in Mesa, that's the only shop in Mesa that I recommend. That doesn't mean it's the only good shop in Mesa, but it's one that I recommend. So if you live in Mesa and you don't have an auto repair shop, they have ASC certified technicians. They do a good job. They're very honest, and it's easy to keep your car in tip-top shape when you follow or if you decide to follow some of the suggestions they make about problems that you have. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Luke, good morning. How can I help you? Yeah, good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Good. Mark, uh, I have a uh, car uh, that is Plymouth Voyager 1996. I love that car. It's an excellent car, with the exception of one thing. And that is that that when I drive this car, I brought it up like a year ago with you, but I don't remember what the answer was, unfortunately. And... uh, when I drive this car on freeway, expressways, boulevard, or you know, just on a uh, uh, on a, on an idle condition, it runs excellent. All of a sudden, it get cut, it gets cut out, it gets stalled, and then when I uh, wait for another fifteen seconds to thirty seconds and bring it in park and totally turn off and then crank it again, it just cranks up excellent. Okay. And then keep running, and all of a sudden, uh, it gets stalled again, you know, and uh, at what time or, or interval, I can't tell you that because it's different and varies. Okay, so will I it do it two times a day? It. I beg your pardon? Will it do it two times a day? Uh, I would say <laughs> it's more than two times a day. Okay. depends on how much, how often I drive. Okay. And it's always at higher speeds, you say? Uh in higher speed, it on the freeway, it it get recharged when I push accelerator, the gas pump, it still get recharged and retarded. So I pull myself aside, put my hazard light on, and then it dies. Then I put it back in park, give it a thirty seconds to about thirty fifteen seconds, fifteen seconds, thirty seconds, and. Uh, when I crank it up, it starts again. Okay, and okay, okay. We don't need to know anymore. We understand what you're saying. 
The answer to your question is, is somebody has to figure out spark and fuel. Andy, everybody can hear you doing that. Or it's Alan, one or the other. I'm sorry. Anyway, it's spark or fuel. That's the question. So it's going to be one of those two things. Crankshaft sensor, camshaft, ignition module, bad coil. There's so many different things. But somebody has to figure that out. This is not a tough one. If, If it happens as often as you say it happens... We plug in a fuel pressure gauge, and we go drive it. And then pretty soon, if it dies, we look at the fuel pressure. If it's still 45 pounds, bingo, it's not fuel. And at that particular point, we're going to look at electrical stuff. Then we're going to go, and we're going to probably lift it up in the air and run the tires and see if we can load it up enough to kill the ignition system. But we're going to be watching the the negative side of the coil um, we're going to be watching a spark we're going to take probably one of the spark plug wires off and watch it we're going to try to do our best to determine one or the other and then we're going to have to diagnose it if it's fuel how many miles are on your car uh it's like ninety six thousand original miles and i didn't bring up one issue with you okay I wait think- a minute no 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 it we we got it we we have it but we still have, at 80,000 miles, if you haven't put a fuel pump on it, and, and, 90, and it, 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 90, whatever, if it's towards the 100,000 mile mark, but it was a 96, I think. Was it a 96 Voyager? Yes, 96 okay. Voyager. Okay, so we're talking 12 years old, and it's soon to be 13 years old, right? 96? 20, 20, okay, I'm, right, I'm, Sorry. I'm trying to look at the screen and everything else. How many miles is it, or how many years is it? Alan? 22. 22 years, 100,000 miles, and he's never put a fuel pump on it. So I would look for that. I would look for a plug fuel filter. I would look for fuel pressure. That's easy. The diagnostic process on this thing would probably be no less than 75 and upwards to 150 if we have to check out each one of the ignition systems, which sends the signal to the to the module. The module controls the coil. The coil controls the spark delivered to the spark plug. So we have to go through all of that. Mm-hmm. But I can't do any better than that. It's going to be spark or fuel, and somebody has to find it. What part of town do you live in? Uh, I live in uh, Cave Creek and Carefree area. Okay. I would take it to Kurtz at Bell Road and I-17. And I okay. would tell Jeff and Eric that nobody in the world can find or fix this. Get an estimate for the diagnostic process, and I can virtually guarantee you that Kurtz can find out what's wrong with it. I can virtually guarantee you if it will happen for them. But if they get in your van and drive it for a long period of time and it doesn't die or stall, then no one's going to be able to figure out what happened last Wednesday. But if it happens as often as you say it does, then it should be easy to do it. But we've got to move on. 1041, we'll be back in just a minute. ADOT wants to remind you to never drive into a dust storm. But if you do get caught in a dust storm, it's important you know what to do once you've pulled off the road. Keep your seatbelt on, take your foot off the brake, set the emergency brake, and most importantly, turn your lights out. Why? Because if your lights are on, other drivers may try to follow and crash into you. Remember, pull aside, stay alive, and lights out. Sponsored by the Arizona Department of Transportation in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. 
It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do when you listen to 960 the patriot we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth and we'll prefer clarity over agreement right this is what our radio station is all about and as long as you're there to listen to us we'll be here for you please tell your friends about it absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station intelligent talk 960 the patriot Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, speaking, or or understanding understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. A message from DAV to all returning veterans. Thank you. Thank you for doing your duty. Thank you for doing our bidding. Thank you for laying it all on the line. Thank you for stepping up and not backing down. Thank you for putting your future on hold to put our enemies on notice. Thank you for putting your buddies' lives ahead of your own. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way. Thank you for defending our freedom, for displaying your honor, for being a hero, even though you don't want to be called one. For all this and more, DAV thanks you, and we're here to help you. Expert DAV advisors will make sure you get the health, disability, and financial benefits you were promised and earned. If you're a veteran, visit DAV.org for free help. And again, thank you. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> oh, God. You have no idea what's going on in this studio. Andy's petting the wall. <laughs> and I punch Alan because I think Alan's making the noise. And now, be quiet. Be quiet. Listen to this. But in my headphones, it sounds like a jet's landing. <laughs> well, maybe your stuff's cranked up a little too loud. Well, it could be. It could be. I, I've been known. Anyway, Kurt's Auto Repair. We just talked about Kurt's mm-hmm. Auto Repair, I-17 and Bell. I think Eric and Jeff are two of the finest young ASC certified technicians. And they are where this us older guys used to be, where it's a challenge. And especially if you say, nobody else can fix this. Us older guys roll our eyes, and we've heard that a couple million times in our life. But Eric and Jeff and Kurt, they're all master techs. This is exactly what they're into. But all that needs to be said is is it dies in flight. 
and then I cycle the key off. I throw it into park. Obviously, he's pulling off the side of the road. I pull it into park, and it starts right up and runs. Mm -hmm. That's all we need. Mm -hmm. That's all we need. And if he said it only does it with quarter tank or less, that would be helpful. Mm -hmm. If he says it never does it, no matter where the fuel level is, that would be helpful. Mm -hmm. So Kurtz is a good guy, ASC certified technician, domestic and import vehicles, both gas and diesels, and he has, he is, and so is Jeff and Eric, ASC master certified technicians, and that means something to me, and it should mean something to you. Tom, good morning to you. How can I help you? Mine's very similar to that last one, 1999 Nissan Quest, 250000 started up one time, engine feels like it's misfiring, shakes so hard. Stop engine light, flashes on and off, turn it off, park it. Next time you start it, runs okay. Check engine light, does not stay on. Okay. I think a flashing engine light indicates an engine miss, if I'm not mistaken. But that's cars. How many years old is it, Alan? Uh, what year did you say? Nine, uh, 99. 99 is 19. 19. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just, my head's mush today, and like it is most every day. But but that's that's not going to be a tough one either. Because if you can just figure out the pattern, is it hot or cold? How long has it been running when it does that? And is there any black smoke coming out of the tailpipe? So when you when it starts running bad, I want you to drive it. Not, okay. to, not to Tucson, but just drive it and throttle up hard. Does the mist stay there? Um, back off. Get as fast as you can. Is it fuel or spark? Because if it's fuel, then it's going to be a at 42. You'll do 42 and you won't do 45. However, the miss that you started up would not likely be fuel because the fuel would be a demand situation. So this probably is going to be an ignition. Something else you can do is if you know that it's going to happen and you're going to drive it all day long, open up the hood and spray the motor with water. All of a sudden, it gets worse and it doesn't. It, uh, one key cycle doesn't make it better. Well, that we have primary and secondary ignition, and that tells us almost for sure that it's secondary ignition. So we're going to be looking at spark plug wires and spark plugs. The wetness is going to aggravate the problem. Now, I don't mean flood the motor. I mean just open up the hood, take your hose, put your finger on it, you know, get the motor wet and see what happens. But okay. if you help us with this, it'll save you some diagnostic money. All right, so I'll do it. Thank you okay. very much, Mark. You're welcome. Hey, Harry, how can I help you today? Yeah, how you doing, Mark? Uh, I got a couple things. Uh, thank you for your secret Santa deal. I really, uh, really think that's a nice thing you're doing. Let me touch base real quick, Andy. Yeah, we're all done with that. Yeah, we're good. Hi, Harry. How are you? Fine. Hi, Andy. Nice talking to you again. What What did you buy, real quick? Um, we did. Um, we did three. We're we did three different families in each of them. There's probably 15 to 20 people in those three families. Okay. And then um, we did a couple kids at the local high school. Okay. We were able to give them um, clothes and shoes and things like that. And then... That, um, were, that, that didn't have an infrastructure that maybe the rest of the kids did. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. The, definitely kids in need. Um, and then we did some hygiene um, packages for homeless for a church, okay. and and then um, we're also going to get some more stuff for the homeless shirts and um, socks and underwear and things like that. And then um, we did a a donation to St. Mary's Food Bank, and with that they could feed fifty. It was fifty six hundred meals we provided with the right. donation we were able to do. So we, any senior citizens? No, and we didn't do. We senior. didn't do that this yeah. year. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Harry, thank you for participating in that. 
Yeah, I got it. Well, it's really a good cause, and I really, uh, really think people should donate to causes like that. It's, well, thank it's you. Really, uh, worthwhile. I got a, I got a, I got a thing. I got a couple of things. Okay. Uh, you got to get to Alan a bigger chair and better chair. That's uh, I've seen Alan. He's a big dude. You're right. Uh, You're absolutely that, right, Harry. This is what I'm going to do. I'm that, bringing the forklift upstairs, and we're going to piece. Well, I was thinking recliner. You know, something with a. You know. He's shaking uh, his head violently. Yep. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> violently, <laughs> up or down, or, or sideways, or what? No, I agree with you for sure. <laughs> you can't, if you walked so. in this room, you would think I'm sitting on air because you can't see it around me at all. <laughs> his head is even with the top of the console. <laughs> A little stool. Yeah. <laughs> That's not yep. good. Yep. Yeah, another thing, I know you were talking about the Internet and YouTube and whatever, and I kind of occasionally uh, go on there and look, and I, it's kind of enjoyable, some of the answers these people give. One thing that I have been looking at recently, and there's probably eight or ten people that are doing it, is uh, dissecting oil filters. Yes. Uh, to see what brands, you know, what, what's in them, you know, and what uh, the different manufacturers. I know you said in the past, they all, a lot of them come down the same assembly line, just different markings on them. Well, you could see this in some of their um, their uh, dissections of them, and uh, it was kind of eye-opening on the, the name brands, some of the name brands, how crummy they are. I won't mention any, but they're orange. You, um, you know, um, Harry, you're, you're exactly right. And, and let me kind of uh, do the recap on this. There's two predominant um, facilities that make oil filters, Wix and uh, Champ, Champion. Right. And they virtually make everybody else's oil filters. And obviously to different levels. But let me switch this around. I don't think in the last 20 years I've seen a problem related to a car or a truck that was directly related to the, to the filter. Um, we've got a fine screen in the oil pump. That'll take out a bunch of stuff. And most likely, unless the filter's abused, and that means it's used two or three times its normal life expectancy, um, I don't think that's a big deal. And let me tell you this. Harry says to Mark, what kind of filters do you put on all your kids' cars and all the shop cars and all the rental cars? The cheapest filter I can find <laughs> because it's just not that big of a deal. Now, we live in a different environment. Our oil doesn't turn to molasses like Chicago, New Hampshire, the Northeast, um, Seattle with all the water. So we're in a little different environment, but still, um, oil filters and Allen. Uh, you have a cleanable oil filter on my truck. Yeah, we do. Uh -huh. And what do you find in that filter with real fine screens and stuff? Honestly? Yeah. Now, I, I want you to lie to us. Lie to you. Okay. okay. Mice. No. <laughs> um, not nearly what I think we, what I would have bet we would have found. Okay. Now, we're working diesels on these yeah, filters yeah, yeah. that yeah. are cleanable. That we're running like 15,000 miles. And we're running them hard. We're hauling horse trailers yeah. and tractors yeah. and uh, all that kind it, of stuff. We... We never find anything of value, or I would take pictures of it because it—it's it, really surprising. And these are these are smaller microns than what are actually, um, you, you know, you, the, the paper elements. And we clean them and we inspect them. And we did it. We did it years yesterday. We never find anything cool in there. Okay. You know, like no mice or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no large matter. I mean, we don't even see sludge. I mean, okay. n nothing. It's. And, and, and in, in our defense, though, my truck's got 88,000 miles. It's a six-year-old truck. It goes up and down the mountain. It hauls lots of stuff. So we're talking about not necessarily Ma and Pa Kettle, who put 5,000 miles no. on their car every year. What is that okay, internals made of on the cleanables? Stainless. 
And is it all screens? Yeah, there's two screens. There's uh, and there's all kinds of. There's a bypass ball, and you know you can take it all apart and stuff. It's it, it's cool to look at, but it's I want to say like a 15 micron and then like a 30 micron screen, and it goes one way through one and one way through the other, and then it's got a. Okay, the bypass is just this. If it builds up too much pressure through the filter part of it, the bypass opens, and we still circulate oil, but it's not been gone through the filter assembly. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think the one of the selling points with this is that they say that it it never bypasses. I think in the mornings they're supposed to, I, I, again, yes, don't, don't right. quote me, in the mornings they're supposed to bypass while ours don't bypass for whatever reason, good, bad, indifferent, I have no idea. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a it's a cool concept. I don't sell a lot of them because they're very expensive and you'd have to go through a whole bunch of oil filters to, to make up that, that money, but they, uh, you know, we got a couple of them, one on your truck, one on my truck. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you, Harry. Thank you for bringing that hey, up. Hey, why are but... you going to have Eddie back on? I got some Ford questions I'd like. To... You know why you just call Eddie? Go through Andy. Andy is the, oh, okay. uh, the operator I'll, for I'll the facility. I'll tell him that uh, he's been summoned to radio by listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we need to clean that up. Harry's been a customer and a friend of ours for a hundred years. Mm-hmm. No one's mm-hmm. going to be able to call the shop and talk to Eddie, who's our Ford expert. Yeah. Um, besides, he's kind of shy and he uses lots of bad words, and I'd prefer that he not be with customers. <laughs> 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 I'm lying, of course. Nevertheless, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two. Is it six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty? The lines are wide open, so if you'd like to join us, we still have about three minutes. So if you call now, we can get you your question. Maybe not to the answer. And um, I just want you to know that my two kids are sitting here next to me. There's Andy Jean, and uh, she's uh, she's the CEO. And then her older brother's sitting next to me, and she bosses him around, which has really worked well for the family. <laughs> but there's a size difference between Andy and Alan, and he's rather tall and intimidating. But not to you, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> Has he broke any chairs in the shop lately? No, I'm just teasing you. But anyway, did you hit the lever on the side of the chair that made it dump you? Yeah, evidently. Yeah, it okay. did something. All right. Well, we've had some unusual noises in this studio. <laughs> this chair's making let's some just, un- unusual let's noises. Let's just keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, no no kidding. 602-508-0960. Another thing I tell ladies is is when they, they're told that they need this slew of brake fluid flushes, transmission flushes, we need to flush out your, your gas tank, we need to flush out your valves and all that kind of stuff, I tell them to get their owner's manual. And just hand it to the person and say, show me where I'm due for this. Mm -hmm. That is a question that is just going to flip them out. They're not going to know what to say. The other day, somebody said that at 30,000 miles, they told them, brake fluid flush and a transmission service. But in the the owner's manual, it's a 75 to 80 call. So, I mean, we're doing it almost a third instead of two-thirds of the time. Mm -hmm. So it's just... The owner's manual, and then they say, well, the owner's manual's not written for Arizona. That's about as true as Alan is Alan is Mario Andretti. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's just not true. It's never been true. The owner's manual, oh, and you know, the answer to that is, would you order me an Arizona manual? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just say, oh, you know what, I, I yeah, go ahead and just order me one. Mm-hmm. And then when you get it, call me and I'll come by and pick it up because there's no such animal. So the the bottom line is is there is no manual for Arizona. Besides, Arizona and the I-10, I-10 corridor from California to Florida is probably the worst area. But the 80 and 90 up north, it's cold up there. They so said, you, yeah. I heard I got an argument with the dealership the other day about they say extreme conditions. Well, 
they 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 account all fifty states as extreme because they have one. You know, Florida has humidity, and, right. and San Diego has salt water, and Washington has rain, and Northwest has or Northeast has snow. So it's all okay. Well, silliness, and we're not painting all the dealers in town. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. But no. but we do run in that ourselves. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Andy Salem Verdugo sitting here. Alan Salem. I don't know who his father is, but we'll be back in a minute. 